Um, well, today we have a special guest with us this morning. We have Nadia Berger from Illini Christian Ministries. They're one of our mission partners. Um, in the book of James, chapter 127, James writes that religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their afflictions and to keep oneself unstained from the world. And one of the many things we'll learn about that ICM does is they care for kids um, who are needing adopted, they help parents who are looking to adopt, and they help birth mothers who are looking um, to, who are in a situation maybe not to raise a kid and, and to facilitate them being adopted, and they care for them so well. And so I'm excited uh, to have her with us this morning to kind of learn about her ministry and to learn about how our church can partner with them and to serve them well. You know, there's certain needs that we can meet here, and there's certain needs that other organizations can meet so much better than us, but we can come alongside them and, and play a helper and supplier to those in need. And so we're grateful to be here, uh, play that position for Illini Christian Ministries. So why don't you give me a hand in welcoming Nadia Berger to join us this morning. There we go. That should be good to go. It was... Uh, we did a collection for ICM last year of gift cards, and Nadia was scheduled to come, and then everyone in her house got sick, and so you had that fun little uh, joy, um, and so we're, we're a year later than what we thought, but we're still very glad to have you. Um, now, for anyone who maybe doesn't know a little bit about what ICM does, more than what I, my little blurb there, um, why don't you kind of start by sharing a little bit about what ICM does? Yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for having me, and again, thank you for the ways you all have partnered with us over the years and um, have just helped make it possible for us to love and serve um, vulnerable children and families throughout the state and, and throughout the world. Um, so Illini Christian Ministries has been around for a long time, um, over 50 years. Um, and what we do has kind of evolved over the years um, just based on what the Lord has called us to, um, opportunities available, needs that exist, that sort of thing. And so as, as Pastor Anthony said, the, uh, the adoption ministry is something that's always been present with, with ICM. Um, we, you know, we believe that in a perfect world, adoption wouldn't exist because there wouldn't be situations where um, kids couldn't be with, with their biological families. But as we all know, this side of heaven, um, we do not live in a perfect world. And so, you know, adoption, we believe it's, it's part of the Lord's provision for, for children and families. And so we help facilitate both um, international adoption and, and domestic adoption. Um, we work a lot with, with local birth moms, coming alongside them, um, just helping them work through, you know, is, is adoption something I really do want or need to do? Um, or are there some other needs that could be met in the interim where, you know, I could raise this child? Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of our adoption program. And then we have a family care program, which, um, again, really strives to partner with, with the most, most vulnerable children and families within our community and different communities through, throughout the state. And is that family care, is that the kind of where kind of short-term respite stuff? If someone just says, Hey, we're in a bad way, 
<clears throat> I need someone to take my kids for a short minute. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So we do have a, a program called Parenting Partners where if a family is in crisis and it can look anything like a medical crisis and they don't have somewhere safe for their children to go short term. Um, it can look like homelessness. It can look like a parent who needs um, mental health or substance abuse treatment and won't get that unless there's somewhere for their child to be. Um, so yeah, that is that is one of our, our family care programs. And then we have started another program called Better Together, which strives to create, create a sense of community um, and provide supports for, for lo local young ladies, for the most part, and, and their children. It's, I, don't, I really like the way you th ICM thinks about you know, that short-term care for, for parents who get into a problem, because it, like, I think about stuff with my kids all the time. It's like, you wanna take, I wanna take Abby out and go see a movie, you gotta find somebody to watch your kids. You know, some, you, anything that happens, I need someone to watch my kids. You know, one of the kids gotta go to the doctor, you don't wanna haul all of them, so you want, gotta find somebody to watch your kids. Well, if you ever have something major, some kind of crisis happen in your life, that, you know, not having a place for your kids to go could be devastating for everybody and prevent you from getting care. Yeah. So it's a wonderful little way that you can kind of come alongside and provide that for people to get maybe help that they wouldn't be able to get otherwise. Right, yeah, right. That's amazing. And I also like one thing that ICMs has done in the past and the way you guys have cared for birth moms who are saying, I just can't do this. And caring for them, showing that they're loved and that this, because I'm sure for a lot of them, there's a lot of, such powerful emotions that go with that and it's such a difficult moment and to be able to love them through that process is yeah rather than saying thank like right. we have people that want a kid right. you have a kid right. you have something that we can provide yeah, yeah instead of seeing them as something that is just you know a means to an end you guys can again yeah. love like jesus right i think that's so great yeah yeah and and that's one thing that kind of drew me to icm is i knew a birth mom um who had worked with them and just hearing about the way she was supported and cared for um you know we do things like there's opportunities to make sure they can get long-term counseling or other other supports moving forward um like anthony said it's not just like oh we have a baby and then we have a family who wants a baby you know um it's not like those little kid homework signs where you're just yeah. circling and connecting right. the dots to one right from one thing to another right yes exactly exactly um well it's been a while since you've been here um there was a pandemic even in that little spot yeah. a lot has happened a lot has changed um what has icm been through are there any changes that you guys made through that process that are going to be permanent maybe I don't know yeah, yeah so I, I would say the biggest change um, coming out of the pandemic has been the uh, installation of our, our better together program um, the pandemic kind of shed light on just how many folks in our communities and communities throughout the state experience a lot of isolation um, a lot of vulnerability and we strongly believe that uh, God created us to live in community with each other and so you know we kind of started to explore how do we help provide community for folks who don't necessarily have it um, and kind of it was an open we, we created this program starting out specifically for young moms um, who we meet once a week for one or two hours and we 
provide childcare, provide them with a meal, and then um, just provide a place where we can address issues that are pertinent in their life. And we do it from a standpoint of everyone has value, everyone has something to offer, everyone is bringing something to the group. You know, it's not me or anyone else telling people how to live their lives or, um, yeah, we just, we firmly believe that that the Lord has has gifted everyone um, in different ways, and we definitely work to make that an autonomous group where they tell us this is this is what's pertinent to my life. This is what's helpful. Let's let's discuss these things. Let's get connected to appropriate organizations who who can do those things. And we didn't really know who. God would end up bringing to that that ministry, um, but it ended up being uh, young ladies who many of them grew up in foster care, so they themselves don't have much of a support system, may not have connection to family, um, have anyone who can can come alongside and support them and and just provide community, um, just provide a place where they can talk about you know this is what's this is what's hard about my life. Um, this is what I need, or this is, you know, what I have to offer from the experiences I've been through. And so it's it's been a blessing to um, get to know those young ladies, work with them, walk with them through this, um, and we're excited to to keep doing that. And we, we consider that ministry somewhat of a hopefully preventative um, measure we can take. Um, before you know, families go more downhill and need and need other types of help. So, so keep it from being a crisis right. situation, which something like that is such a huge need. I don't know if you, if some of you, if you're a mom and you know this, but um, you know one of the most common places people turn anymore is you know a Facebook group or put a comment out there. Poor moms on the internet. <laughs> it is the worst place. I don't know what it is about mom groups on the internet. But you ask a question like, hey, I need a little help with my car seat. And then all of a sudden people are like, how dare you use that brand of car seat? Shame on you. Your kids shouldn't be wearing that big of an outfit in a car seat. You're terrible. And they get shame. It's such a shame-filled, strange, weird way people come up with shaming each other. So to have a place that's like a nice, normal, face-to-face group, that's so helpful. And you, you really don't realize, like, if you were blessed with a, a good upbringing with a good home, you don't realize how much of that ingrained normal, what we would call normal way of right. living, healthy ways of interacting that just some people just missed out on. Right. Uh, my brother-in-law, he's a counselor, and he said there's times where he like, you've had people who have been on their own from such a young age, and they've had to grow up so early, and then when they have kids, he's like, they don't know how to interact with the kid. They don't know how to play with their kids because they've just been adultified from such a very young age and it's like again I was blessed with a good mom and dad and I just missed out I don't like that my my eyes don't even see that that's out there right I just right. didn't even know so exactly yeah um what were were there any other ways in that you guys had to kind of shift gears during the pandemic that like things you had to stop doing or yeah as far way? as you know hosting kids became a little complex um partially because of all the rules and regulations during the pandemic and so for a while that was very, very minimal. We kind of had to shut that down um, for a little bit. And then um, just moving forward, you know, there's some rules and regulations that continue out of something like that. And so, 
you know, sometimes it looks it looks a little bit different or it looks, again, more like trying to put preventative measures in place for families or intervene before they get to a point where they need somewhere for their child to be for a certain amount of time. Um, just because I know this has got to be one of the things, it's like it's got to be a tough job at times, but I know there's got to be those rewarding moments. Have there ever been those times when, you know, you've seen something and you've seen ICM come through in a way or you've been able to be there in a way that made you just kind of pause and think, this is why I'm doing this? Yeah, yeah, like you said, it's it's tough, and we, you know, a lot of, a lot of my direct work is with populations who, again, haven't kind of had that leg up that a lot of us had growing up, um, where certain things are just, we take for granted, like, of course I know how to do X, Y, and Z, or of course I know kids need whatever, you know, but that's because I got that, um, and someone did that for me. Um, and so, yeah, sometimes it feels like it's one of those uh, two steps forward, one step back with certain with certain young ladies, but um, one, one cool area has been, you know, a lot of them have been able to get employment um, where... When we started, none of them were employed. And as, again, you parents know, one of the biggest barriers to employment is childcare or safe and appropriate, affordable childcare, um, which is, again, hard for anyone. But if you don't have any resources, it's even, even more of a barrier. And so um, helping get those moms in situations where we can help them access that and just make them less vulnerable where they're not dependent on um, someone who maybe shouldn't be in their life, for example, um, because they, they need to care for their kids. And so, um, you know, I asked the moms a while back what, what this group kind of did for them or, or what they thought about it. And so in our brochures, and I can leave some here, um, we, we have some quotes from them. Um, so one mom says, Better Together provides me with a place to vent to people who understand what I'm going through. Um, Better Together has helped me learn to trust people again. Better Together gives me connection to women with similar interests. Um, Better Together gives me a place to relax and enjoy myself. And, you know, we kind of underestimate that, right? Like, sometimes life gets so stressful we never like take a minute to breathe and one thing I've observed with these moms is you know sometimes they come into group and they're frustrated with their kids and they're overwhelmed very understandably with life and just giving them that hour to breathe and regulate and not have to deal with their kids for a while um when they go back to get their kids, they're usually in a very better space. You know, they're, they're happy to see their kids again. They're able to interact with them appropriately because they, they had that, you know, short time of, okay, I can have a break. I can vent about what's going on in my life. Um, and then just, you know, ultimately the goal is we, we want people to know Jesus. And so um, just, just seeing the different ladies um, become more open and sensitive to to their relationship with God and just begin to see who he is and how he feels about about them um, is, is always really exciting. And I'm sure some of them probably haven't ever been loved that way. Just, we want to care for you. Yeah. Why? Right. Because you're a valuable human being, a child of God. Right. Yeah, and, for, for Mother's Day, um, one of the things that we use, the gift cards that you all provide us with are 
um, we do Mother's Day baskets for them. And so they get a gift card, they get maybe some like Bath and Body Works stuff, a nice mug, that sort of thing. Um, and their faces just light up beyond what you would expect. Um, and just, you know, writing them personal notes saying, this is what I appreciate about you. This is what I admire about you. Um, and we, we have had exactly what Pastor Anthony said where ladies are like, so why do you do this? Or like, what do you get out of this? Like, what's the catch here? You know, um, and that opens the door to, you know, just help introduce them to Jesus and, and what Jesus has called his people to do. I've been loved without strings attached, and I want to love you without strings yep. attached. Yep. It is, you know, even you talking about, like, the being able to vent, like that one lady said, being able to vent about what you're going through. Man, what a valuable moment that is that I never understood as, you know, before having kids. You have, it, you know, I always heard growing up, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And, you, and, I, and people always talked about that in, like, a romantic relationship thing. That is nowhere is, is it more true than with your kids. Because sometimes you need that absence to make your heart grow a little fonder. And there's that moment where you're like, I'm so tired. I'm so, I'm over this. And it's not that your kids are bad. It's not that they're horrible or that they're, it's that you're a limited, finite human being and you've just run out of your energy and you need a little minute to pull back and recharge. That's just how it is. And, and to provide that, even like, that's what I've, I've always loved about ICM is there's a lot more of holistic like things you almost can't describe in a brochure, ways of caring for people, because it's not so black and white. People are people, and situations are complicated. And these situations are a little additional in their complication. So, wow. Um, well, what are some helpful ways that a church like ours could partner with ICM? Yeah, so, you know, a, a lot of it, it, it feels like you all have and continue to be so supportive of us in in those areas, and I know it sounds cliche, but the the big one is always pray just that God, per, you know, provides for the financial, the volunteer needs, the just the needs when, when interacting with the folks we serve. Um, there's always constant need for, for his wisdom and his working in, in other people's hearts. Um, and then you know, just things like the gift cards are huge. Sometimes we have moms who maybe were currently homeless or living in a shelter and then get their own place, but they don't have dishes or don't have, you know, some of the basics um, that they they need for a place. And so being able to bless them with kind of the practical needs of, hey, here's some Walmart gift cards or Target gift cards to help you, you know, bridge the gap for what you need for your new place is is more valuable than you think, and to not have to be able to dip into our, like, general funds every time that comes up and make it not a huge financial strain for the ministry, again, is is a huge ongoing blessing. Um, and not only is it probably a financial help, but they probably have a little bit of fun. Like, I get to go pick out right. dishes. I got my own place. I'm getting my... Yeah. It's like, it's another little, like, little reward for celebration for right kind of getting things put back together right yeah yeah and it like like you said it helps promote the autonomy of like you can pick out what your own bath towels look like not us just being like here's what we got for you you know um so yeah yeah it means a lot to them um one thing i forgot to ask earlier but like um back when icm started there was um it was like a 
homes, yeah. like where kids would yep. go, right? children's homes. And yeah. so that was easier to know, like, oh, here's where this is. What, now that you do something a little different, what kind of area do you guys serve? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. So we serve, um, for our adoption program, it's throughout Illinois. Our poor adoption workers are always running all over the state um, to to serve families. Um, and then with our family care program, you know, Parenting Partners is kind of throughout Illinois. We do have homes throughout the state who will take kids in their, their specific areas. Um, and with our Better Together program, it's something that we want to be able to partner with churches that partner with us if that's something they feel called to start. So for example, there's a church in Decatur that partners with us that is um, wanting to start possibly their own Better Together program within Decatur. And so us coming alongside them and partnering with them and saying, this is what's worked for us. This is how we do these things or handle these situations. Um, and just walking alongside of them. Um, yeah. So that's a cool thing that it's kind of maybe taken off a little bit. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Neat. yeah. Um, do you guys have any pressing needs at the moment? Things that are just sore spots that you notice need attending or um, so we are currently looking to hire an adoption worker, so prayers about that are greatly appreciated. Um, yeah, we just need to add to that ministry and, and lighten the load for, for the staff in that position. And so prayers that we can get the right person um, would be greatly appreciated. And then, um, yeah, just ongoing needs of, you know, Financial volunteer support, that sort of thing, is is always greatly appreciated. So, so a couple questions on that. Like, what what goes into being an adoption worker? What does that job entail? Yeah, I mean, usually it's certain degrees in a social so in a social service field, and then um, there's a lot of like writing home studies, meeting with potential adoptive families, of course, meeting with with birth parents and working with them. Um, and again, they're they're traveling throughout the state, and so it's it can be a, a tough job, a pretty time-consuming job. Um, yeah. And then you mentioned volunteers. So what, what what places do you have volunteers serving at ICM? Yeah. So through Parenting Partners, of course, um, they're considered volunteers. And then with our Better Together program, we've just seen the value of finding one-on-one -on -one mentors for our young ladies, and so. Um, you know, there's things we can do in a group, and then there's things that's like, oh, this need may be better met through through one-on-one -on -one mentor. Um, and so we're always looking for mentors and even people who are willing to help watch the kids during our meetings or help transport the ladies um, to events and that sort of thing. And you guys are located in Champaign? Correct, yeah. Okay. Just yeah. making... I can't remember Champagne and Urbana. They're the one in the same. They're the same, right? But, that's that's fine. But I know it's different when <laughs> you're there. Yeah. Right. My wife grew up around the area, and so I'm like, she's okay. like, "What's up in Urbana?" I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know what that means to <laughs> same me." Same thing, is, it's right? A, uh, sure, yeah. yeah. Champagne or whatever. Right, exactly. Right. Yes. Yes. Right. Well, that's that's really cool that you have those kinds of opportunities for people to serve, and and so like, um, what did you call the the family? Like, if someone was a family that was open to being called at a moment's notice to take in a kid. What would you, what's the yeah, so title? Those are called host families. Host families, yeah, okay. Yeah. And anybody yeah. can get on board to kind of walk through that process. Yes. Yep. Some hoops to jump through, I'm sure, to yeah. be certified for that. Right, 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 exactly. There's background checks and some training and, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, but, 
Gotcha. Yeah. I always love background checks. We do have to do them here, and it always like flags people because it's like, um, it's like the, it's like they got a parking ticket back in 1986. You might not want to let them around your kids. And I'm always like, I get that. I'm like, what? Why do I? Like, like, again, like, like it flagged, like, Bob got flagged for a park, like, a speeding ticket or something, or a parking ticket. Like, Lita got flagged one time for, like, years. I was like, because, and, like, I get these reports, and I'm like, Lita has a red flag? <laughs> I'm like, I can't imagine what this could possibly be. It's like, oh, she drove five miles hour, an hour over the limit, like, before I was born. I don't know why this is telling me this information right now. Like, it's funny that that kind of stuff pops up, and that always makes me laugh when I deal with that now, but... So you get to search through all of that stuff. And yeah. Well, good. Well, well, thank you for so much for taking some time to be here today. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. It to us. It's such a good ministry, and I'm glad that we can come along and support in any way that we can. If anybody would be open to being a host family or anything like that, if there's anything that you feel like God's maybe put that on your heart, Nadia's going to stick around for just a little bit after the service. You can yeah. chat with her about what that entails. Um, our missions team is doing awesome work keeping up with all of our mission partners so that we can know what the needs are ongoing and keep doing, you know, the card drives and things like that for so we can continue to bless them. And, and so we'll, we'll keep supporting you guys along the way. Thank and, you so much. And hopefully it won't be four years before we yeah, get you right, back here to, right, to yeah. talk about what's going on. Um, <laughs> surely it won't. I can't imagine. What no more happen. pandemics. That'll no, help. I think That'll we're all help. over that one. Yeah, yeah that's, that's okay. Um, but yeah, thank you so much thank for being you. here. Uh, let's you. take a second, pray for Nadia and pray for ICM um, before we wrap this up. Uh, Heavenly Father, we are so incredibly grateful um, that there are ministries like Alina Christian Ministries that exist in our world um, because we do not live in a perfect place. We live in a broken world, and on this side of eternity, um, relationships are broken, people fail, situations are messy, and and uh, you... you are a God of such compassion that you call us to run into those messy places and those messy situations. You call us to try to bring order um, to disorder. You call us to bring life where death has reigned. And I just pray that that we would be um, eager and, and, and excited for their ministry, that we would want to support what they have going on, that we would see the value of it, and that we would want to partner with them wherever able. I pray that you would provide financial um, needs uh, as they arise, we pray that you would provide people to come along at just the right moments to be childcare help or um, mentors for the young ladies and the young mothers, um, that you would provide families to be host families, and, and that um, this is just a place where your people can, can shine a light to the world in a place where there has been some darkness. And we pray uh, that you would continue to allow them to help those ladies going through something difficult or, or families going through something chaotic at a moment. Um, by either caring for their families or providing counseling services or whatever it might be to help them um, return to uh, a state of wholeness. And all the while leading people to Jesus. What a beautiful thing to not only meet their um, momentary physical needs, their immediate needs, um, but, to, but to meet their eternal needs as well. And so we just are grateful for this ministry. We're grateful for Nadia and all the people that work at ICM. Pray that you would bless them with... Um, extra levels of compassion and endurance as they um, deal with complicated and, and difficult things that can um, weigh, weigh down on the soul. And I just pray that you would allow them to have a spirit that is resilient in the face of all of that, and that you would continue um, to allow them to have a deep, deep passion for this great work that you've called them to. Um, again, we're, we're grateful that we can do these things and, and serve your kingdom in such a powerful way. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.